are you? Welcome back to Hawaii. Oh my God, it's so good to be here. Yeah. I was telling some of the other chefs, it's like, there's, you know, we get invited to a lot of festivals every year, but there's one every year that I don't even have to read past like the second or third line to see what they want from me to yes. say, yes, I'm in. <laughs> yes, sign me up. I don't care how many events I'm there. <laughs> awesome. So tell me a little bit about the beginning of creating culinary cuisine for you. I know you're a chocolatier and pastry and yeah, like, yeah. how did that come about? So especially for festivals or events where we travel, I try to really focus on where am I going and taking those ingredients but interpreting them in a different way than the locals do. You know, so for tonight's event, it's a pasta la vista, right? So it's, a, it's an Italian themed dinner. So I said, I want to do something fun. So I said, okay, well, what's classic Italian that everybody would know? Because the trick is to do something that people are familiar with, but then to turn that on its head. So there's always has to be a point of reference, you know? Mm -hmm. So you could take different ingredients, but present it in a way they're familiar with, or take something that's classic and use completely different ingredients. So as long as there's one point, it just never becomes weird. So I said, okay, I'm going to do a tiramisu, but then we're going to do a malumisu. So we're going to use macadamia nuts. I'm using coconut. I'm using, um, what are we doing? A local bean to bar chocolate. And it's, it's really gonna bring a lot of the flavors of the islands, but presented it in a way that's still very Italian, it's textures. Mm. When did you realize that you had a knack for creating sweets? I mean, I've never had a job outside of a kitchen since I'm 15 years old, and I'm 45 now, it's brutal. But uh, it start, I started out as a savory cook, but by chance- I noticed that for a lot of people. <clears throat> yeah, I started out as savory, and then I worked for a French chef who was working with, you know, tempered chocolate and making bridges and butterflies and caramelizing sugar and, and doing all these fantastical things and I was like wow I just love the precision of it I love the, the focus dedicated to it I love that it had to be super consistent every single time and there's something about my personality that likes that precision mm. that cooks are like oh a little bit of this a little bit of that and like I just never liked that I liked it to be like this is where it's at I like to work to a tenth of a gram when I weigh things and so for me it was more about the precision I also think you could be much more creative when it comes to desserts. Because imagine when you go to a restaurant, you have certain expectations of what you want from an appetizer, what you want for an entree. You know, you don't really vary off of what you really know because it's oftentimes it's expensive and you're not gonna, you don't wanna take a chance wasting your money and you wanna be satiated. When it comes to dessert, people don't order dessert because they're hungry. They order it because it's a gift to themselves, a little treasure. It's something special at the end of a meal that maybe they, they'll take a chance, they'll take a risk, they'll share it with somebody else. So that's really where creativity can shine. Yep. For sure, and it's almost like you want to be wowed yeah, at the end of your meal of course. with something. Yeah, it's a oh, celebration. Awesome, I just want you to just keep talking. Uh. <laughs> so, um, what has been the highlight of your career thus far? I know you kind of were like this <clears throat> rock star, and now you're like, you know, chocolatiering. And yeah, I, I think, you know, I spent most of my, my life and my career as a, you know, as a pastry cook, working my way up to be a pastry chef, I have a, a good amount of accolades. But it was really when I decided to, to leave that security behind and take a chance on myself and believe in myself and I launched my own Bean to Bar chocolate company. Mm. And you know, it's been three years going and I still have no employees. I'm by myself and I'm just, it's a struggle, you know? And it's, it's, it's a very, it's, it's my greatest moment, but it's also the most humbling thing that could have ever happened to me because you know, you tend to, your ego tends to inflate as time goes on. And you think because you have, you have a TV show and you have books and all these accolades that people are automatically going to follow you and you're going to be successful. But that's not the case. Mm -hmm, and, uh, and it's almost like, you know, for me, the best part of was of becoming a, a chef, a, a well-known chef was the, the, the climb to get there, the fight to get there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like by knocking myself off the, off the platform and starting at ground zero, I have that burn again. It's like it brought back all that desire to, to fight my way back up to the top. And that's, it's, it's been humbling, but it's also been very, uh, 
fulfilling. That's admirable. And challenging yourself is always the next step to take you to the next level. Yeah. You know? I don't know if it's the smartest thing I've ever done, but it's where I'm at now. Why no employees? Is it can't afford control? them? I just, I just no. I just, I'm just, it's, I'm having a hard time growing, a hard time building the business, and you know, it's just, it just is what it is. I'd rather. I decided I'm not going to take free free employees or students or anything because I feel like if someone works, I want to be able to pay them. Mm -hmm. So I just sacrifice myself, and it's just it's just been tough. Yeah. So hopefully in time. Yep. Tell me about your dog. My dog? Yeah. Oh, you know about June? <laughs> so I've so I grew up. My mom was a wildlife rehabilitator and a veterinarian. So we always had. I grew up in the in the mountains of, of upstate New York. So we always had like deer and rabbits and raccoons and opossums and everything any kind of animal wild animal you could think of as long as well as like rottweilers and and german shepherds and and every kind of animal except but i've always wanted one specific dog my whole life it's a, it's a french mastiff it's a dog de bordeaux it's you ever see that movie turner and hooch yes it's that dog so <laughs> so i've always had she had this like card catalog set of every animal as being a veterinarian so when i was 11 years old i took the card it's got like the day not like 1970 something and i've had it on every refrigerator ever since and as a chef, I never had the ability to have a pet because I worked so much. So it wasn't until I, I was able to step back a little bit in my life that this year I, got, I, I finally got my dog. And uh, I went down and she's from Knoxville, Tennessee. She's a Southern Belle. Uh, her name is Junebug. And uh, she's now 10 months old and 100 pounds already. Oh my gosh. And she's the sweetest thing. She has her own Instagram account. My girlfriend uh, posts a picture every single day, all year round, at June the dog. And uh, she's amazing. She's life changing. You know, she come. We come home. She jumps off the ground to kiss you and everything else. She fractured my girlfriend's nose because she's so excited. Her big head came up and cracked her in the nose. No. With blood everywhere. But she's she's the best thing that's ever happened to me. Like as awesome. far as like so much love, so love much her, love, yeah. so much love. Well, you mentioned how people can follow June, but yep. how about you? How can people follow yep. you and your adventures mm. and so your business? So at Chocolate by Ji across all social media. And uh, yeah, and, and I have an online store at johnnyuzini.com. All right. Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you so very much. Pleasure. See you at the next festival. Yes.